everyone. Welcome back to the Bucket List Bitch Podcast. I am your host, Sam Artelewski, and this is episode 11. We're going to be talking all about Zorbing. You might be asking yourself, what the hell is a Zorb and what is she even talking about? I don't know what that is. Well, let me tell you, this episode is going to be all about what the hell a Zorb is, where you can do it, and what does it even entail? Fun fact. I just recorded episode 10 and I figured I might as well just do episode 11 because episode 10 was a little bit shorter. So I had enough energy to keep going. So, hey, welcome. I'm going to do something in advance this first time. I feel like I struggle with racing against the clock with this podcast. I record on Fridays, maybe sometimes over the weekend if I don't get it done or I don't feel like inspired enough to do it. And then I try to maybe edit on the weekend, but usually ends up being a Monday or the Tuesday night before Wednesday when it comes out. So I'm trying to get ahead of myself here. So we'll see how it goes. So thank you for your patience and continuing to always support and listen to the show. I definitely recommend before we get into Zorbing to check out my Instagram, the Bucket List Bitch Pod. Sorry, it's not the Bucket List. It's Bucket List Bitch Pod. And check out my website, thebucketlistbitch.com where I have a Google submission form for you to submit any topic you'd like to see on this podcast as well if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas as well as checking out all the show notes for each episode that are always posted the same day that the episode comes out. So yes, let's get into Zorbing. So let's get into Zorbing. What is Zorbing? What is it all about? Where does the word come from? We're going to do some fun facts today. This episode is all about fun facts as well as my experience Zorbing and where you can Zorb. So let's get into it. Zorbing is also known as globe riding, sphering, Orbing. It is a recreational it is a recreational thing or sport, however you want to define it, of rolling downhill inside an orb, typically made of transparent plastic, so clear, see-through plastic. Zorbing is generally performed on a gentle slope, but can also be done on a level surface, permitting more rider control. In the absence of hills, some operators have constructed inflatable wooden or metal ramps. Due to the buoyant nature of the orbs, Zorbing can also be carried out on water, provided the orb is inflated properly and sealed once the rider is inside. Water walking using the orbs has become popular in theme parks across the UK. There are two types of orbs. There are harnessed and non-harnessed. Non harnessed orbs can carry up to three riders, while the harnessed orbs are constructed for usually one or two riders. The first sorbing site was established in Rotorua, Rotorua, New Zealand. So Zorbing actually, yes, came from New Zealand. It was invented there and eventually it became a big sensation all across the globe. I had heard of Zorbing from a YouTuber called Fun for Louie, aka Fun for Lewis as it's spelled. He is a British YouTuber who used to go and do a lot of travel vlogs. He's married now with a kid on the way or about to have a kid. I'm not sure if they had the kid or not, but he did a lot of like crazy travel fun stuff. He was a British guy and one time he was in... New Zealand and they had a huge amount of people just zorbing down a hill altogether. So like the article has said in the definition of zorbing, there are a couple different ways that you can zorb. There are 
ones where there's water inside to kind of help soften the blow and kind of, you know, not be as like just rolling down the hill. It gives you more of a different kind of experience or you can be harnessed in and you're just rolling a lot down a hill versus like when you're not harnessed in and there's sometimes water, you're kind of like holding on to the ball as you're going forward versus like what I did, which was harnessed and it's kind of like an amusement park ride or a roller coaster where you're strapped in and you're just rolling 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 flipping 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 that is what zorbing is and that's how I found out about it and I know it's a big bucket list thing because it is quite unique it's not something you see all the time um but let's get into a little bit more about the history of zorbing and then I'll go into my story and then how you can find where you can zorb this is all from wikipedia by the way I'm not gonna act like I (laughs) came up with this. It's not a huge um, article, but it is enough to just give you the gist. The history of Zorbing. It says a Russian article on the Zorb mentions a similar device that had debuted in 1973. And in the early 80s, Dangerous Sports Club constructed a giant sphere with a gimbal arrangement supporting two desk tears inside. This device was eventually cut up for scrap. Human spears have been depicted in mass media since 1990 when the Gladiators event Atlas Spheres first aired alibet with steel balls. In 1994, three inventors created the firm Zorb, Z-O-R-B, Limited in New Zealand to create suitable spheres for humans and to commercialize spheering. Their business model was to develop the activity via a franchise system. Zorbing entered the Concise Oxford Dictionary in 2001, where it was defined as a sport in which a participant is secured inside an inner capsule in a large transparent ball, which is then rolled along the ground or down hills. It's a common fact that the first person who ever tried Zorbing hit a cattle in a field. So yeah. (laughs) that's so interesting that like it's been around this long and and especially in America we'd only heard about it fairly recently but um I know it's still trying to make its way and fun fact again it is actually fairly difficult to find where to Zorb in the United States but there are a couple different options and I will of course give you those options of where you can check it out so It's somewhat difficult to find exactly where you can absorb per se. When I had found out where to absorb, I literally just Googled where to absorb in the United States. And at the time, there was only a couple different places. I think now there's been a couple more added, but uh, there are, of course, other places to go around the world that you can do absorbing. There's also different versions. I know like some of them, I know in Spain, I tried to look it up when I was going there. They have like absorbing kind of style soccer like you're just like in a big ass transparent sphere and then you try to like play and it's similar to like when you have those big sumo inflatable like jump like suits you can wear it's kind of like that where you're just like something's difficult and I can't fully play correctly and it's funny but this exclusively where you're rolling down a hill in a ball as um, practice all over the world. There's a bunch of different places in the UK that you can try it out and in Japan and in different other parts in Asia. And in the United States, there are facilities in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, Wisconsin Dells, and Amesbury, Massachusetts, as well as the Round Top Mountain Resort in Louisbury, Pennsylvania. I think that's what it's 
trying to say. There's also the one that I went to that does not mention in this article. And I think the reason why it's not mentioned in this article is because this is only uh, available at a certain time of the year. And that is the Richardson Adventure Farm, which I mentioned in the last episode. This is a place in Spring Grove, Illinois, only a couple of hours outside of Wisconsin, near Crystal Lake, somewhat area of Illinois. It is a farm that has uh, all sorts of things that they do throughout the year. They're zorbing and all other like extreme indoor sports or outdoor sports that are like not extreme, but you know what I mean? Like unique things like this are only at the fall season. So that's probably why that wasn't um, added into this article. It's still a thing that they do. I did it last year, but it is um, something that's only available in the fall. Though It's only a couple months in and it is a bit pricey when we went there. So for Richardson's Adventure Adventure Farm versus like their Tulip Festival. So Richardson uh, Adventure Farm is not fully operational year round. They of course have the Richardson Farm Tulip Festival, which it does cost to get in. For the adventure part in the fall, where you can do all the fall things, you have to pay entry to get into the farm, of course. And then if you want to go Zorbing, you have to pay an additional fee. And it's like 30 something dollars or something per person, maybe 20, maybe 40, I'm, I don't remember. But I remember at the time thinking, God damn, this is like expensive. Like you're going to a amusement park instead of and just paying like a really big ticket price. So it's not included into the farm versus like, you know, going to the pumpkin patch and slides and stuff like that. But if you want this additional thing, you have to pay more money. So that is one downside, but it is nice because you can go zorbing, which is really hard to find. So it looks like a lot of it is kind of just in the Midwest or in Eastern, Southernish of the United States. All the West Coast apparently does not have a, a zorbing resort or area to do that at the moment. Uh, you can of course probably buy one, but I don't think it's legal or anything. So I'm not really sure. I would definitely recommend doing this with professionals because it can get a little intense. There actually has been injuries and deaths from zorbing. It's not super common, but I'm going to guess it's because they didn't have it secured enough or it was not in a place that should have been where it's been. It's not in a safe place and it's all about safety and it's all about guidelines. So when we went sorbing, I think we went last September or something like that. We essentially had to sign a waiver and we had to then go to this place where it's on a hilltop. So like it said, some are on the ground, some are rolling down a hill. Ours was a fairly short hill. I knew it wasn't going to be a very long journey. So essentially is one person will help you get in. You eventually, it's kind of just like, and you're getting into like an inner tube. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like an inner tube. Like you have a small hole getting in and then you just like, you know, go in with through your, like on your stomach <laughs> and you just kind of squeeze your way through and then it kind of opens up on the inside. And there's someone in there helping you get strapped in because ours was harnessed. And so Steven and I got strapped in just like a amusement park or uh, roller coaster ride, something like that. And we then were gently pushed down the hill and we rolled quite a few times. Um, it was very fun, but it was very hot in there. And I was already pretty like, I wasn't exhausted because we had, that was like one of the first things we did um, was Zorb at the adventure park. 
our adventure farm but the heat and just like taking forever to finally like get strapped in and then of course being thrown upside down over and over and over again and not drinking enough water or food once we got out I felt very faint I wasn't afraid of the zorb whatsoever I thought that was actually really fun I would definitely zorb again but I think because of all the circumstances of maybe I just didn't eat enough or because I'm not a big breakfast person so I probably didn't I think before I had chocolate so I mean it just wasn't like the best thing that I could have been eating that day and then like I get really really bad heat exhaustion and I just felt like I was gonna pass out right after I had to go sit in this random ass chair because they actually Stephen then had to go get our stuff because they forgot to give like bring it down with us um separately while we were going down the hill so he had to go back up and get our stuff from up the hill and also they also get like this little like um not a flatbed but like I'm like a bobcat with like the little like almost like a forklift and then that's how they get the ball back up the hill if you were wondering and no one really follows you down the hill someone's like there to stop it from keep going uh but yeah it's very much just like simple couple of workers just stopping the ball because it's nothing like super heavy or anything like that but it is super fun but I just remember feeling like shit afterwards because of the heat of the ball trying to get squeezing myself out of the ball I felt like I was in nope and that scene with the alien getting sucked up (laughs) I just yeah that wasn't my favorite but I would definitely absorb again I would love to check out these other places in the United States like apparently Wisconsin Dells has one I don't know where that is because I live fairly close to the Wisconsin Dells so I'm not really sure if this is fully correct or if this is brand new but I've also have seen the one I think in Pennsylvania and in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee that looked really cool. So I would definitely check it out. So yeah, that's all what Zorbing is. Let me know if that sounds interesting to you. Would you check it out? I I hope I described it well enough. Um, It's definitely a unique, fun activity that not everyone does and that like you don't think hey that sounds normal or that sounds common like it's definitely unique and it's you know not everyone might want to do it but out of all the bucket list things that sound a little strange this is definitely one of the more safer ones definitely a more easier one to do it's super fun and it's very short so you don't have to worry about like feel like you're free falling in the sky for like 20 minutes or whatever like it's pretty short so let me know what you thought of this week's episode and I hope you enjoyed I will see you all next week which will be my very first guest on this podcast I'm excited and really nervous because (laughs) I don't really know what I'm doing and uh you'll just have to see who the guest is we're gonna be talking about uh this person's like favorite bucket list thing they've done or what's one thing that they've done on their bucket list that they're really uh, happy they've accomplished or like one item that they really wanted to do but they've just never done yet so it will be a surprise of all sorts of things that will go on (laughs) Uh, i'm excited so thank you all for listening let me know what you think feel free to check out my instagram at bucketlistbitchpod i will be posting pictures about zorbing what it looked like the day we went as well as all the behind the scenes content uh, that you can imagine for this podcast i suppose as well as check out my website thebucketlistbitch.com where i'll have all show notes notes as well as a form where you can fill out and let me know what sort of episodes you'd like to see in the future but thank you all for tuning in i will see you all next week stay safe out there and thanks for listening bye everyone has a story to tell what will be yours the bucket list bitch podcast is hosted by sam martelewski currently not sponsored 
LOL. Feel free to rate me on Apple or Spotify podcast. Let me know what you think of the show. Don't be a hater. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Follow me on my Instagram, the bucket list bitch pod. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.